use guacamole, would you? Maybe. But like, I, uh, I'd rather be in a, a bathtub and then I slowly enter myself into it, you oh. know, submerge my body in there. But I will tell you, hands down, Flour tortillas over corn tortillas. I would agree. Flour tortillas are way better than corn that's tortillas. That's my preference. I might not be authentico, but that, that's, that's just my preference. I think it's authentic enough. And I got to say, it's good to be back, bud. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, had a slight hi hiatus, but uh, Well, we welcome. took the pod mobile. We did take the pod mobile. We did. We did. But we, we were cross-country. It we were, did cause a delay, however. It did cause a delay, but that's okay because I think this pod is the hottest pod that we brought thus far. Yeah, no, I would definitely agree. Out of the, uh, you know, library of podcasts that we've done together. Hey, listen, out of the six, this is absolutely the best. Well, that's not possible because I'm pretty sure this would be the... Is this the six? This is the six. Damn! I know, we're back, back, and back, and three times back again. That's ridiculous. Well, welcome everybody to the Inner Miami Podcast. I am Jay Kington, <laughs> alongside Alex Mr. Papa George. Alex Papa George. <laughs> who is just back from the... Sunset state because we're the sunshine. I, don't know, I guess you can call it whatever you want. You know, it's other people seem state. to call it California, but never that. You know, uh, actually being born and raised in Southern California, coming out here to the South Florida area, I gotta say it's always fun to go back. But uh, interesting adventures this uh, this part or this this time. Um, it's actually out with. Ooh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Ooh, not for that. What was that, Jay? Never that. Never that. That's that new Three Kings. New Three Kings. That new Three They're King. They're back? They're back. And better than ever. Ooh, That's that October Fest brew. Yep, yep. Love those Marzins. That sweet malty goodness just hitting my lips. Ah, well, anyway. Uh, I'm going to hold off on one of those until I get done with the story, but then I'm going to crack one myself, sir. But I was realizing something, Jay. When I was out in Northern California, uh, I was meeting with Google, especially their self-driving car division. And when I was out there, I had a thought, man. I had a thought because I was wondering, what the hell are these cars going to do in South Florida with all the crazy drivers we got on the 95? I don't know, dude. Are they going to have different settings based off what country you come from? Well, <laughs> different countries are like different styles of driving. Wait, you I mean remember, like on one side of the road or the other? No, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just different styles in driving in general. Like when I was in oh, Brazil, they were like... yelling out. There you go. When I was in Brazil, there were no lanes and it was just like five... <laughs> Well, have you been on the Pseudo 95? Line. There's no lanes. Yeah, that is Those true. white dashes in the road don't mean shit. No, they're, uh, they're suggestions. They're not laws. I guess, I guess. Anyway, uh, just uh, getting up to speed here. Uh, I think we had a new country actually tune into us. We did. Welcome to the podcast, Ecuador. Ecuador, welcome and welcome everybody else. Stoked to be back with you guys. Uh, if you don't already, before we get into it, please follow us at Inner Miami podcast on the IG, or you can drop us a line at Jay and Alex at innermiamipodcast.com. Boom, boom. And I would like to, you know, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and make an assumption here, but make it. Marco Galarza from the Southern Legion, mm -hmm. who we interviewed last episode alongside with Peter. Uh, he's from Ecuador. And so I'm going to say this is probably one of his homies back checking out on the pod. Yeah, let's check out on the pod. So, so. Shout out your friends or family, Marco. We appreciate it. Or whoever that was. Or we if you were, just, hey, hey. Around we the world, worldwide. There we go. There we go. Um, today, we're going to have another supporter group. Had to call another Audible. Well, Omaha. <laughs> Omaha. Omaha. <laughs> Omaha. 
We're going to have to flip two of them due to the delay in coordination. Oh, I'll take responsibility. That's all right. So we are going to postpone Vice City, and we will be interviewing the Northern Pack today, who is based out of West Palm. The kings of the north. The kings in the north. And so we are very happy to have Jose and Melvin on today. But before we get into that... Hey dudes. What's up? I guess let's get into some uh, some news, because I think that's why a lot of people uh, news. listen to us. There's some stuff that happened? There's some news that happened. All right, let's spit it out, dude. Well, you know, as a lot of people know in the community, there was going to be the, uh, you know, the vote that the uh, City of Miami, you know, commissioners were, were planning on doing to approve or deny the contract for Miami Freedom Park. Um, that's where they're, you know, looking to build the, the permanent location, 25,000 seater. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the renditions. Google that real quick, because it is just beautiful i mean so amazing they've got palm trees on the damn roofs it's uh it's about as, as flashy in miami as we can get and that's kind of what we all love down here yeah that's um, sweet well that's lockhart you gotta go to uh, miami freedom park but that's sweet as well so technical you know. difficulties yeah, yeah yeah but oddly enough the vote was postponed just after 4 30 p.m on thursday after commissioner Manolo Reyes suffered a medical issue and was taken to a hospital. Is there now, any news about his medical issue? Yeah, yeah. So I like that they turned her like that because it sounds, um, you know, I guess more serious than actual was. But it turns out he uh, he just fell over and, and hit his head on the floor Jesus. and uh, in his elbow. So they took him to the uh, well, the hospital. Was, did he trip? Drunkenly, was he sleepwalking? No, man, I, I think the older you get, the uh, the worse your balance gets. So I just think, you know, hey, hey, everybody takes a tumble every, you know, once in a while. Sometimes you got to hit the floor. If that's 4 p.m. in the afternoon or if that's, you know, 1 a.m., you know, yeah. after a night of partying. You know, I mean, Quinn takes floor. a tumble like once every 15 minutes probably, so. Yeah, uh, he's <laughs> it also happens. two and a half. Yep, but <laughs> <laughs> no new progress has been made. Everyone seems to be kind of locked on their sides. Uh, in their own corner, corners, if you will. Um, but we'll see how that develops. Now, for the very exciting part, we now have a new player. New player. New player alert. New player. Go ahead and, and hit that. Hell yeah. Victor Uyoya. Wait, one more time. Victor Uyoya. Yo, yeah. Yo, yeah. Now, he technically is not our player yet, but Inter-Miami did acquire his rights. Yo, yeah. <laughs> Inter-Miami did acquire his rights from FC Cincinnati, so uh, they will have to come to terms you know, on, on, on a deal. Um, but this guy came up through the FC Dallas uh, mm -hmm. Academy, uh, has been around MLS, uh, and Mexican soccer, really throughout, I think, you know, his 10-year career. Uh, he is a... Uh, midfielder, I would say he would be more of a defensive midfielder. He loves to take on the best players on the opposing team. Seems like he's a lockdown defender. Yeah, he. Is. I mean, there's, you know, we'll we'll share this video actually, just kind of highlighting, you know, who he is, so so everyone can get to uh, get to know him a little bit more. Yeah, if you haven't seen a highlight reel, we're gonna post a video. Well, actually, pretty shortly after recording this podcast about this guy, and go ahead and check out some highlights. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a ton just kind of on his story and everything, but I mean, he's he is taking on some of the best defenders in the MLS, uh, you know, with success. Uh, he has played in about 170 games. He only has six goals, so mm -hmm. I would obviously like to see the scoring increase. Um, you know, when I first heard about it, I, I, I wasn't too sure. 
Uh, he has the the talent and the skill set to score. It, it seems like he just needs to utilize it more because the goals that he has scored a have, rocket right oof, foot. I've been uh, yeah. I mean they've been they've been beautiful goals. So yeah, I mean sexy. You know if we can get those goal numbers up and we still got a great defender, then I think we we could really have you know some some special. But agree, um, born in Mexico, raised in Dallas, uh, Mexico American soccer midfielder. I mean this guy I think will be able to um, you know kind of bring a lot of fans and, and definitely would understand the culture down here. Of that, that split, you know, Spanish and, uh, you know, kind of, you know, your yeah. wider American I mean, audience, I guess. How, I mean, how long has it been since our last signing? I think it's been, what, three weeks, I want to say? A few weeks since, since George Acosta, uh, yeah, yeah, since, local since, boy. Since they announced uh, the local boy, George Acosta. So, uh, you know, six players. Uh, we still got, uh, you know, Julio Encranza, yep. uh, Matthias Pellegrini, who's our designated young player, uh, the beast himself, Christian McCon, mm-hmm. uh, our boy. David Norman Jr. David still hasn't answered me on Instagram. He'll, he'll come I'm around. Start, I'm, I'm starting to look a little weird. He he will come around David, because no one's focusing right now. But if you're listening to the January. or if anybody out there knows David, just tell him to drop us a line back. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll have a much better shot as as we come into January and everyone's coming. Yeah, in you're for, right. For, as the season, for, for training but, camp. you know, getting banged down, people are preparing. I think we'll have a much better yep, shot. Yep, yep. But. Uh, so yeah, so Victor, you know, from uh, Chihuahua, Mexico, uh, and then grew up in uh, in Wiley, Texas, which is uh, not too far from from Dallas. Uh, but yeah, so you know, age twenty seven, uh, about five eleven, uh, again one hundred seventy appearances, six goals, uh, an onslaught of of solid defensive play, you know, throughout there as well. Nice piece um, to the puzzle, though. Yeah, like yeah, it. no, he's he's I like like, again. When I first heard about it, I was unsure. Uh, you know, did did some more deep diving, and now I'm, I'm definitely more on board. Well, you know, I think also one of the glaring differences about this gentleman is that he's actually pretty well experienced. Yes, um, he's got a lot of years under his belt, so you know, I think that that professional experience that he brings to the team, you know, will be a big positive for what you know most of us seem to think is a little bit more of a of a younger squad, which is all right. Yeah, definitely. Again, came through the academy, uh, ended up like getting cut, uh, and then. Kind of, you well, know, cut though. But this was like earlier in the career. Then he, he he worked his way back up. This is all in that video. I mean, it, it, it is. Oh, I was talking it is about a, like middle school, but no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm talking about four FC Dallas. So I mean, this guy is definitely, um, you know, had had success at a younger age, and then you know had a a little bit of a you know fallback or whatever you may want to call it, and then kind of climbed and, and scraped his way back to to the top. So I definitely think he's got a, quite a bit of grit to him, uh, passion and determination. Which I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I mean. You know, these character traits will go a long way. Agreed. Agreed. Really, really dig that signing there and thrilled to have him on board. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So that's the uh, the only actual news. news. Um, now kind of following up on the player rumors. Rumors. Yeah, so our boy Edison uh, Cavani, that's not going to be happening. He has uh, rejected Inter-Miami's advances. Did we um, send him jerseys of Inter Miami? We didn't because you know, Ugh, like going across that. the Atlantic, I like know. just the, the the delay, we wouldn't have been able to get him, you know, them in time. But it's all right. you know, mm. it, it's it's whatever. So you know, now you know Manchester United is interested, uh, Juventus is interested, and we we discussed this before. Uh, you know, the, the the team is going to join there with uh, Gonzalo Higuain, of course, Cristiano Ronaldo. So uh, same kind of kind of tune where he you know thinks he's got a few more good years left in uh, in europe yeah. yeah well you know i've seen the crazier stuff happen you know if it's meant to be down here in south florida and he wants to come and join something special he can come down if not yep yep i mean I'm, yeah bye. i mean it was probably within the you know next uh five or six years i mean door's probably going to be open for him if he does want to make a move 
Uh, other big name that was kind of new and thrown into the ring was uh, Mazuto Zil. Mm -hmm. uh, won the 2014 World Championship of Germany. Uh, really great German uh, player, and he's currently playing with Arsenal. Uh, he has had, I guess, the most credible MLS ties have been to DC United after one of his representatives met uh, with DC United. Uh, but, you know, Inter might also, you know, be an option for him as well. Um, but, you know, I don't know, kind of torn. Uh, he's, he's got great ball skills. He's got great attacking mentality. Uh, plays more out of the uh, the midfield mm -hmm. uh, in the wings. But uh, a lot of people have issues with his uh, with his attitude. And so that could possibly be a detriment to the team. Uh, mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, can honestly outweigh what his skill set is. But, I mean, he's a, he's a badass, no lie. Um, we need some offense, too. Yeah, he'd be, he'd be a really solid guy to have around if, you know, if he his so-called so you know, so attitude isn't, uh, you know, an issue at all. I guess. You know. I guess. Uh, and then the other one that was, that was interesting yeah, to me, which, uh, we're talking about. which Max Ramos actually pointed out to us uh, from the Siege, that Roman Torres, who's a Seattle Sounders defender, uh, he started liking a bunch of Inter-Miami tweets uh, this week, so... A little suspicious that he was liking, you know, so many of those and, and, you know, could definitely lead to speculation that he might be entertaining a move. He's, he's a, a great defender. Uh, he can score goals as a defender. He scored the um, 2016 uh, winning penalty that got Seattle their first ever MLS Cup. He also scored the winning goal that set Panama to their uh, only World Cup. Now, that's a real player rumor we have right now. Yeah, I like that. That's I nice. mean, you know... I like those those defenders that can also score the ball. Well, yeah, you know, obviously mean, it's going to be less, but as long as you can contribute, you know. For, further you than that, I mean, this seems to be one of the first big headliners that we have actually interacting with the inner Miami community too. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. A lot yeah. of these people and a lot of the rumors that we've dealt with here today haven't really shown that intera interaction yet, which I think is really exciting because, you know, why are you going around, you know, social media liking, you know, teams if you're not interested in joining them, and especially a higher rate. Definitely, yeah. No, I agree. You know, I mean, I guess the only like kind of knack about this guy would be he, he did serve a suspension earlier this year, ten matches for testing positive for performance enhancing substances by the league. Well, good. Um, I mean, you yeah, know, but that could literally that could be. Yeah, I mean, know, that could be something significant, mistakes. and that could be something <laughs> something petty. I mean, there, there's so many of those banned substances and um, you know whatnot. But he was, you know, fine. In addition to that, one fifth of his salary. So uh, hit him, hit him with the money. Yeah. Oh, don't do that twice. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Oof. So you know that's kind of uh, what's that's in the what's in the uh, the air right now for rumors. Those are the updates. So this brings us to our third installment of the supporters groups of the Inner Miami Herons down here in Fort Lauderdale slash Miami. Um, we are so lucky to be joined by Mr. Jose and Melvin out of the Northern Pack. Um, really hope that you guys enjoy this interview here. Um, we're excited to share it with you. We'll be back soon. Yep, yep. All right, so here we are with the Northern Pack, the fourth supporter group that is based out of West Palm. Right now we have Jose Armas and Melvin Bonilla on the on the call with us. What's going on, guys? Thanks for having us. Thanks for joining us, fellas. How you all doing today? Good, I know, good, good. I know we're breaking the week down a little bit early on a Monday. Yeah, I know. Monday's uh, definitely not our favorite day, but looking forward nah. to Friday. <laughs> yep, yep. And I don't know about you guys, but this Monday was a little bit rougher with all the MLS playoff games going on. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Some tight games yesterday, too. 
some great games. I mean, even yeah. on Saturday. Yeah, I mean the the game yesterday, the the Red Bulls versus Philadelphia. That game was insane. Yeah, no, there was a lot of good games. I mean, a lot of a lot went into uh, you know extra time and uh, like the Toronto game was just insane. That first period of, of uh, extra time when they ripped out four additional goals, that was that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, first and foremost, you know, I know Jay said a little bit of a thank you, but I wanted to pass along the thanks too. You know, we have Melvin and Jose here, and guys, you know. Love if you guys were to introduce yourselves, you know, as leaders of the Northern Pack here. Talk to us a little bit about the supporters group and, you know, kind of shed a little bit of light on the on, on your guys' cause. All right, yeah, no problem. So we are the Northern Pack. Um, we're actually based out of just Palm Beach, and we have some supporters in Broward. Our main base is in Boca Raton. That's where we started off. Um, Great. So, we, so our name came from, of course, you know, we're north of Miami. And we kind of uh, embraced that we're the North and wanted to create a supporters group in Palm Beach County and bring as many people to the stadium and to support the new soccer team coming into town. Oh, I yeah. guess that would explain the dire wolf on the uh, logo. Of course. I mean, uh, Game of Thrones. You know, <laughs> Kings of the North. <laughs> <laughs> nobody was expecting them to, to win and... Nobody was expecting Palm Beach County to have such a presence that, that's growing now. So we're trying to just bring everyone together. Hell yeah. How, how, many, support, how many members are you guys uh, kind of climbing up to right about now? We're about around 55 to 60 right now. And we just got established September 5th. So Sweet. we're new, only been in it for seven weeks, but we keep striving, pushing forward. Um, I know we're going backwards here, but my name is Jose. I'm the vice president of the Northern Pack, and then Melvin is the current president right now. Yeah. Great, great, awesome. And I guess talk to us a little bit, you know, about yourselves. I mean, obviously, you know, your leaders of the Northern Pack, you know, it, it kind of popped up on the map here a few weeks ago. You know, kind of talk to us a little bit about yourselves, how you came to be here, you know, leaders of the supporters group, as well as, you know, kind of your journey so far within Miami. All right, so I am originally from New York, um, but I've always been a big supporter of uh, my sports in Miami with my family ties down here. Um, I was actually rooting for Miami Fusion when I was younger and the New York, New Jersey Metro Stars, which, of course, don't exist anymore. <laughs> um, so we, uh, I joined a soccer team out here in Boca, uh, met a great group of guys. We decided to get season passes for the new into Miami team and one conversation turned into another and eventually this dream that we had turned into this big supporters club that you have now. Nice, nice. Awesome. I do want to uh, apologize for the listeners kind of bearing with us. We are doing a, a call. We're all in different locations of the country with Alex being out west. So there are some slight audio issues. Just kind of bear with us as we get through this. Uh, but you guys, you know, tell us, you know, what you guys have going on and, and really, you know, what you're, you're doing with the community and what you guys are trying to build. So right now we're big on the community, supporting first a local team. That's FAU. That's how we started the partnership. We're also working with Boca Helping Hands, making sure we're part of the Thanksgiving Box Brigade. So also get back to them. And we're also partner with Happy Beach Soccer, which is a kids academy that teaches soccer to youth starting at two years old all the way to eight, nine years old. So that's what we're going after. We're trying to aim for the community. We have that community approach. We know that Inter Miami is all about the community and it's the community growing to make 
this team happen. Not just players coming in and just buying fans left and right, but as actually growing from the ground up. Love it. And build, building those relationships at its core level is very important. And I think goes along with my, my core theme of the show here, which is all about community. And when you guys popped up and pinged us on, you know, Instagram, which anyone listening here can at Inter Miami podcast on Instagram can do. Um, it brought me great joy to see that the West Palm Beach was kind of representing the same areas, more of the southern counties. Uh, you know, I think that we're all excited about what this team can bring to South Florida. And, you know, I think the West Palm shouldn't be, you know, left in the dust. Yeah, of course, especially with the team having its first two years on Lockhart Stadium, or what used to be known as Lockhart Stadium. That's in Broward County. We're out of Boca. That's only 10 exits away. And they were bringing both. Uh, Broward County and Palm Beach County together, so you can keep supporting south of the border, which is I-95, and just supporting Inter Miami too. Yeah, and we've talked about that, uh, you know, in a couple of episodes now. Is that this is honestly the prime location to open up because that way you're kind of in the middle of, of the Tri County area, and it'll be able to have a larger community, larger growth, you know, at an early rate than if it was, you know, way down in Miami to start. So you know, kind of everyone can converge into Broward and really support this team. Yeah, exactly, and I think it's. Um great time to take advantage you know we uh i always believe that to build a team you can't just build on attendance at the stadium you have to build a fan base and if we can bring as many people from palm beach county down to the to support miami and fort lauderdale right now it's going to be an easier sell when they move even deeper into miami definitely yeah. definitely i think that's going to be delayed for a little bit until they you know takes a while to get everything going and, and build a new stadium so i, I honestly could see three maybe four years at this location, which would give it a, a great base to, to kind of build off. We are on Miami time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is true. <laughs> so what, 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 what in the upcoming season here, guys, are you guys most excited about? You know, is it having a professional team down here? Is it the tailgating? Is the community? Is the soccer at hand? You know, what, what kind of excites you guys the most in this upcoming year? For us, it's just having a team to root for. We're tired of just watching Sunday football or Saturday. Uh, games so we can actually just instead of watching on tv the mls games we actually go to a stadium be loud be together rooting for the same cause and you know just growing soccer because it's a team that's the sport that's growing in the u.s and we're going to keep supporting it and we're going to keep going after it definitely and this south florida community wants it i mean I'm, i'm just shocked there hasn't been an mls team down here you know 10 years ago 15 years ago it's it's absolutely insane this is one of the the rare you know, markets within America that, you know, has a lot of people of Latin descent who grew up with all these soccer fans and, and kind of growing up that way and always playing soccer. So they've been wanting this for so long. I mean, I, it's way overdue. And I think everyone's just, you know, counting down the days, really. Yeah. And um, and that's something I want to touch base on also that uh, we wouldn't be here without the other supporters that I know have been fighting for over 10 years to get our to get our club down here. So we appreciate everything that the other supporter clubs have done to pretty much give us opportunity to create our own supporters club out here in Palm Beach County. So it's great to see their dream, you know, it's coming a reality in March. I mean, for a few months. Definitely. I mean, like the one thing that I would, you know, like everyone to understand about these different supporter groups is like there's no animosity. I mean, there will be some level of competition, but for the most part, everyone is is very welcoming and, and respects and enjoys their supporter groups. You know, it really is just this awesome community thing that everyone's focused on that and not, you know, small differences. 
Yeah, exactly. And that, that's what we want to build. I mean, we, and their logo, I mean, they're saying for the support is La Familia. I think it's, it speaks for itself. I mean, we're all family. We're all rooting for one, that one crest. We want into Miami to be a top contender in MLS. And we want to win a championship. I mean, I think that's everyone's goal. Couldn't agree more. So going back to the community, for us, we have our first family fun day this Sunday, where we're partnering with Happy Feet Soccer, FAU Women's Soccer, uh, for the Think Pink game, as well as Boca Helping Hands to collect donations for the Thanksgiving Box Brigade. So we're going to be doing that this upcoming Sunday. Just want to throw it out there for whoever's in the area. It's going to be in Boca Raton. We're going to have more information on our social media, which is at the Northern Pack CF on Instagram. And Facebook and the Northern Pack on Twitter. Do do you guys have a location and times pinned down yet? Yeah, so we're gonna start the family festivity side of it at 11 a.m. It's gonna be in the parking lot in front of the FAU Soccer Stadium, and then kickoff is at 1 p.m. And a little Sweet. thing that we're working on with the women's team is that at halftime we're gonna have the kids play on the field, so they can get that feeling of what a real soccer field feels like, and being and seeing the supporters in the crowd and whatnot. That's great. Yeah, no, I, I love that. And I think that's I think Marcos even from last week episode of the Southern Legion talked about, you know, kind of just that excitement of bringing around, you know, the little kids and, you know, get them banging on some drums and singing some songs and, you know, not drinking beer yet, but, you know, kind of get that feeling of sense of community and pride with their team. So I know Jay's got a little two and a half year old over there, too. So we're excited to bang some drums and throw some paint around. Yeah, well, he's already hey. drinking. Oh, yeah. I'm kidding. Great. I'm kidding. For the record, we do not condone underage drinking. <laughs> Just want to get that disclaimer out there. Well, that's been like a big thing also on our club. Uh, it's a it's a family based you know organization. I mean, a lot of us have kids, and we even have a little section called the Cubs. For our, I have three of my own. Uh, a lot of members have kids, and we just like to have everyone involved. My wife's involved. Uh, you know, we're trying to get everyone involved with Inter Miami, um, building the fan base from the kids. I think that's our best fans. They're going to keep this going. Yeah. And, and, and besides the Instagram profile that you guys mentioned a little bit earlier, where else can people, you know, drop you a line, connect with you guys, things like that, get, get, get to learn a little bit more about you and more information? Um, also on Twitter, the Northern Pack. On Facebook, the Northern Pack CF. And then we also have our website, which it's right now in beta version. We're making the updates necessary for it, but it's the northernpack.org. Great. Awesome. Awesome. Well, no, that, that's fantastic. And I mean, you know, is there anything else that you wanted to tell the listeners out there about the Northern Pack or about yourselves or anything else? Yeah, yeah. Uh, mention about this upcoming year? Yeah, so our... Our organization is actually a not-for-profit. Um, that's how that's how we set it up. Just uh, because we're mostly focused on giving back to the community and also cheering into Miami and being that bridge between the community and the soccer team. So everything is for a good cause. Great, great. And you guys are going to be. I know we talked a little bit about it offline, but I know we got this event coming up this Sunday. How, how consistent are you guys going to be throwing some events just in case if the people can't make, you know, this Sunday uh, turnaround? When, when can we see you next? 
So we have a few upcoming events. Our next one after Sunday is on Friday, the following Friday, and then the following Friday after that, so November 1st and November 8th. Um, we're taking it one month at a time. We want to get ahead of ourselves. We want to make sure what we plan is good for the community and not just us tailgating, watching some soccer. We want to make sure it's done the right way and we're able to bring that factor of La Familia being together and that way the wives stay happy, girlfriends stay happy, kids are happy. <laughs> Everyone's happy. Exactly. Hey, happy wife, happy life. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> firm, firm believer in that. So, you know, I guess talking just in general about the club, uh, you know, just kind of want to get your ideas on, you know, it looks like we, we have lost Cavani. Oh, you know, who, who you guys really wanted to see us go after or, you know, what would be your, of the rumors that we do know about kind of your preferred picks and, uh, you know, what would you like to see us kind of build around? Well, I mean, the Cavani one was kind of a, it was a heartbreaker because I really wanted him on this team. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, the way the player that I really want for into Miami, which I don't think is going to happen because the way he's playing this year is Luis Suarez. I mean, I think he can have an impact on the MLS the same way um, Zlatan Ibrahimovic has had. I think he would be a yeah. great fit, and I think the community would just embrace him. I agree 100%. I mean, and even, you know, Vela, I mean, he had a, you know, a strong upbringing in many clubs, one of the, you know, most notable, you know, EPL clubs, Arsenal. You know, you bring in someone who's talented at that level into the MLS and, you know, they can really blossom. It's just, it's tough because we keep running into this consistent theme of people that, you know, say, oh, I've still got good years in Europe left and they don't want to come to the MLS, you know, now. And it's always been perceived like the MLS is where you go to retire, you know, to end your career. So, you know, it's, it's getting better and better, but I think we're just going to keep having to run into that issue, you know, as the league continues to grow and get more talent in it. And, you know, bummer about Cavani, but, but you know, I think that McDonough, uh, you know, Moss and, and of course Beckham's influence, well, we'll bring in a, a really strong marquee player and, you know, everyone's just kind of patiently waiting, but I, I'm, I'm confident in their ability. Yeah, We I'm, need a coach. Yeah, we, that's the thing too. We need a coach, but what they're, yeah. what the organization is doing, um, I know, Everyone wants to see players and coaches already, but I think they're actually doing it the right way. Um, I think too many times these expansion teams, they try to fill up the roster too fast with the wrong players and the wrong management. I think they're taking their time, and I believe that they're going to put the right pieces together. I mean, David Beckham's a smart man. The Moss family is smart. I mean, I think we're, we're in the right direction. So we just have to Come be back, pissed. David. Come back, yeah. David. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A couple of good free kicks in right there. Just, you know, <laughs> a couple of goals and then go watch from the stands again. Dude, my yeah, man well, still got it. He played in that Manchester, you know, senior game or whatever and ripped a goal. He was the man of the match. Yeah, like, come on. Just just, just for one season. Well, Jay's odds went up from 15,000 to one to about 14,000 by the time we get a coach out here. So <laughs> I, if I if I do get the coaching gig, then he is my uh, number one target right now. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> yeah, you're about like uh, probably about 15,000. Oh, you're back there. <laughs> awesome. Wonderful. See you tomorrow. <laughs> um, now, I'm kind of curious, you know, who do you guys think our, our rival will be? Because, you know, a lot of people say Orlando City because it'll be in-state. Obviously, yeah. that club has had, you know, its fair share of troubles. Uh, also, ironically, one of, uh, you know, Paul McDonough's uh, on his resume for expansion teams. But, you know, a lot of people think Atlanta, but, you know, kind of who, who are you guys feeling as, as that potential big-name rival? 
I think Atlanta's going to be our rival. We're in the same time zone. We're not that far away. We're both going to be challenging for the title, and it's going to be one of those intense competitions where the fan base is going to push hard, and the players are going to push even harder with our support behind them. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I agree also. I mean, unfortunately, Orlando, um, they haven't been great in the past few years, but Atlanta is that team that everybody wants to beat. I mean, what they've done in a couple of years – is to me it's amazing and i i want into miami to replicate it and also beat atlanta yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think we, we we all want that they do have some some studs on their team you know yosef is uh you know killing i also think nycfc would be a a pretty nice contender um you know i really hope that we can come in and, and really you know go go toe to toe with the you know the better teams and not just you know kind of scrape by on the 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 bottom half of that you know the conference but uh, you know, exciting times ahead. And, you know, I think that the culture really started embracing this. I, I do think regardless, like the Orlando, Orlando City and Miami game will be a hell of an in-state rivalry. But, you know, I think we got to aim a little bit higher if we really want to, you know, be that team. Yeah, exactly. And I, what we're doing with all these supporter clubs, I mean, all our personalities, everyone's, you know, every club is different. I think we have the ability to create what LAFC is doing right now. I mean, we're all crazy for this team. We've all been waiting patiently, and I think we're all ready to explode at the stadium at the first game. 100%. It's going to be so rowdy. Like I, I cannot wait just to see everyone jumping, the supporters section going wild, all the flags. I mean, we're going to come in there with some swag, Yeah. and, and I think everyone's excited. Just curious on, you know, do you guys think, you know, Solari is going to be the guy, or is there another – you know, coach that you'd like to see or any other rumors you think might be, a, you know, I guess closer to reality. You never know if you might see Mourinho in the, in the <laughs> bench right there. Could be. Could be. I mean, I, I think the, the, the furthest kind of long shot we have would be bringing in Zidane. Like, I think that would be epic if we could somehow get him. I know, it, you know, David and him are good friends, but I hope they get that announced soon because – there's a serious chance we, we lose out on Solari because I know Orlando City's targeting him, some other clubs as well. So if we don't make a move, you know, fairly quick on that, we're, we could lose a lot of, you know, top targets. I, I totally agree with that. I mean, my only concern is that I don't want us to overpay for him since he's now he's getting all this interest now. Um, the price is going up. Yeah, no, it is 100 percent. I mean, it's a you know, you're on the market and the market's ever changing, you know. Now, I will say Max Ramos did post a really funny, you know, question, and it was, you know, Portland Timber, you know, have the the, the log they saw off every time they score. Um, there's also I can't remember exactly who it was, but there's a gong, maybe Montreal or something like that. It was a funny question, just to see the different comments. But what do you think Inter Miami should have as as that tradition once we score a goal, something that we can do every time? Some people said. You know, cafecito. Some people said lap dances, you know, shots of, of drinks. <laughs> what, what would you guys like to see as kind of our uh, goal scoring celebration? Well, we could do we could do a, a lot of those combined. A shot with a lap. <laughs> God damn, I like your style. Yeah. No, but that is a great question, though. I I, I really I don't know what what would be something good. I mean. Maybe. Someone, I think the the cafecito or the, or the colada, like I, that would be hilarious because not only is it so damn Miami yeah. in, in Latin America, 
but it's also going to keep everyone up and awake for the game, you know, and, and yeah. really energized. <laughs> yeah, it's like that shot of Red Bull that we need. Yeah. I mean, I would take a Rocco's cart of guacamole every goal, but that's just my preference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what, what do you uh, – I guess I'll ask you guys the same question. What do you guys think about our coaching? I mean, I know you guys want Solari, but, I mean, is there anyone else that you guys are hearing about that maybe we should know about? I would love, again, like I said, I, I would love, you know, Zidane. Um, you know, there's a few coaches that they're targeting – you know, in, in the EPL or that that have had EPL experience. We've spoken about some in the past. I think, uh, you know, Vieira would be a great coach to have from a defensive standpoint. Kind of same thing with Gennaro Gattuso, uh, who played with David Beckham. And, and that's really kind of one of the, the squads I was watching was AC Milan when I really first started really getting into soccer. Um, you know, I would honestly, like, if I could have it anyway, I'd take this Don. Um, I think, you know, Solar is pretty, pretty solid. But I'm also just kind of curious to see see how the Premier League season plays out, what kind of coaches are on, you know, the hot seat. Like, I don't really want David Moyes or anything like that, but, you know, it'd be interesting to see, you know, if any reputable names come out that would be easily obtainable, you know, but I don't know if we're going to have that time. We're still waiting to see any coaching turnover in regards to just the MLS, you know, kind of keeping that also, uh, you know, a possibility. Um, it's going to be exciting times as the MLS Cup ends because we're also going to get the allocation order. Then, you know, the drafts are going to start happening. So, I mean, it's really exciting times ahead. I just, I don't know. If they lose Solari, I, I mean, I guess my next up would, would probably be Vieira or Gattuso. Man, I mean, I can't believe the season's about to start. Uh, it's scary to think about that we don't have a, a coach yet. Uh, but we definitely need to move on something, unfortunately. yeah. And the coaching, I mean, I do understand your point and kind of not overpaying for maybe what may be a hot market right now for someone. But, you know, I think that coaching piece, especially with such a young team that we're stacking together here, is more instrumental than not. I mean, when we go up and down professional sports franchises across, you know, every athletic sport out there, it's very rare you find a successful team, you know, year after year that put together dynasties and decades of success without you know, front office success that starts at the general manager, the ownership, the head coaches. So um, I definitely think that 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 coaching decision is going to be extremely important to how the rest of the dominoes fall for us. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'd love to see like an Arsene Wenger, you know, come come oh. for a couple years, something like that. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe we could we have that pool. Who knows? <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm just I'm keeping my fingers crossed. Maybe we'll uh, pull David Beckham with a you know MJ45 jersey. Maybe he'll just play one year for us. <laughs> That'd yeah, be sick. I mean, you know, you see a lot of great you know ex soccer players coach. I don't know if you know Beckham is probably too busy to to you know commit to that, but I mean that'd be awesome if he could you know come help out for a little bit as well. Yeah, if you have Wayne Rooney's number, tell him to convince him. I mean, he's doing the player coach now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. 100%. I think he probably wants to stay in, in – I don't know if he wants to come back to the MLS. I don't think he's had the best time. No, no. Yeah. But, like, you know, maybe, uh, you know, like a Thierry Henry, something like that. You know, someone who, you know, has some experience in the MLS who would be interested in, you know, taking a coaching gig. You know, that's kind of risky because they don't have, like, a track record of being a coach. But, you know, for instance, like, look at Frank Lampard. You know, I'm, a, I'm a big Chelsea fan. I was a little skeptical, and I love I love Super Frank. Don't get me wrong, but it was a little rough, you know, of a start. But now Chelsea seems to be really on the, the upswing and in, in full form, and 
you know, they're third in, in the Premier League right now. So, you know, I, it just depends on how they want to go. I think McDonough is a brilliant mind. I think Moss and Beckham know what they're doing. I think there's a lot going on behind the scenes that we don't fully know about. You know, I, I do have faith in that, but I think everyone's kind of just sitting here eager, just waiting for, you know, that that name to pop. Hey, the num- the name I think that would that would be insane would be uh, imagine getting Xavi from Barcelona, who's coaching right now. Is he? Where's he coaching? I was not even aware of that. Yeah, I think he's coaching uh, one of the academy teams or something like that, but he's definitely coaching. Um, there's been rumors that if uh, we sack Valverde that he's going to be the manager that they're looking into. So that's, I mean, that's something to think about. And I think that makes perfect sense, honestly, because Beckham is a midfielder, you know, yeah. and, and – you know, obviously, like I said, you know, Vieira or Gattuso, you know, true bulldog defenders. I would my preference to be having someone who is a little more keen to the midfield, uh, and that's a prime prime candidate right there. I mean, that that what Barcelona was doing, you know, pretty much like 2008 to to you know 2013, 2014. It, you couldn't even get the ball from him. It was just possession ball, and it was systematic. You know, and he was coached under Pep Guardiola. We're obviously not going to get Pep. Oh. But, you know, just kind of understanding that style of soccer, that could be amazing in the MLS. Yeah, I think that would be a great – and I, um, actually, we just looked it up. He's actually coaching at Sal outside somewhere overseas. Hmm. Bring him on over. Hey, sign me up. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Excellent. So um, when did you guys put down your ticket deposits? Have you guys made your seat selection yet? So we put deposits about three months ago, two and a half months ago. Um, we know we're going to be in the north section, and we keep growing and growing. So I've been talking to uh, myself or Michelle and telling her, well, I'm going to keep sending you people that want us all to sit together. So we're taking the row, but not really the seats because we know where we want to oh, yeah. be, and we're going to keep growing. So Definitely. It, it, it should be coming, I think, two to three weeks. I was actually uh, – I spoke with uh, – uh, Stephen from Inter Miami today about the tickets, um, and he said that because we made our reservation or deposit rather, you know, like about three months ago as well. And he said that should be coming not next week but the following week or you know latest after that. So it should be coming. Uh, I think everyone's kind of another another item. There's so much just kind of nerve wracking waiting that's going on right now for all the fans. I mean, shout out to everyone who's just kind of riding out this process, you know, holding the holding everything together the best they can. Yeah, the good part is that Lockhart now at least has some concrete on the ground and something is going up and not just well they just put up they just put up some of the stands. So I mean it is quite vertical now. Um actually yeah. Peter, who we just spoke with last week from the Southern Legion, just did a uh, a video on, on football Miami. But I mean it's gonna they have what I think they said like two hundred fifty people every day out there right now bringing everything up. Yeah, yeah I think that's what they said on the post earlier today. Yeah, yeah. So I mean it it's and down here, if you, we have listeners in I think ten different countries right now, you know, all over the nation, different states. If you don't understand, you know, West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, just understand that we can put up literally a 60, 80 floor high rise in like a year or less. It's amazing how quick they can get stuff up. Oh, I, I believe it. That's been like the biggest difference that I've seen since moving from New York, where. Something like that would take about 10 years to build in New York, and here it takes uh, nine months. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Build yeah. everything outside, just ship it over, and put it together like a Lego. Exactly. Exactly. You got it. Yeah, but shout out to the workers. I mean, like, I, I did watch his video on YouTube, 
And the progress that they've made, it's pretty amazing. I mean, they've done a lot in, over the past month. It's incredible. It's truly, truly hats off. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting closer. Yeah. And, fellas, my favorite question here, and I know uh, I actually got a few emails this week talking about their favorite tailgate food, but as we're bringing in Inner Miami to the new year, what uh, what's your favorite tailgate type of food? I got to say, some nice steak picanha with some arepas on the side. Venezuelan arepas, just to make oh, sure yeah. I put that out there. Woo. You can't really beat that. God damn. Be specific. Shout out Christian Makun. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm ah. say on that. That is a great tailgate food. Well, we look forward to coming around to, uh, to the tailgates and, and, and sampling some of that. We did get word that we will have uh, a couple kegs of Three Kings at the first game, so we are looking forward to that. We hope our listeners will swing by, enjoy some of this great beer that we we drink so often. Oh wow! Three Kings shout out home brewery. Wow, we have to do big things. Love those guys. Something we have to try. You're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. You bring the food, we'll bring the beer, and we'll make it a party. That's how you do it. There you go. Make sure you uh, you got some some nice substance in your in your stomach when you're drinking and tailgating. Um, <laughs> Just bring it over on Sunday and we'll be there. And we'll celebrate. Yeah. The North is coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the North is coming. I love it, babe. King in the North. So that's something that we just we love embracing. You know, we love embracing that we're from the North and just letting people know that we exist and that we're here to support the team. Definitely, definitely. No, I mean it's been very. I mean. You know, enlightening what you guys are sharing with us, Melvin and Jose, we cannot thank you guys enough for coming on. Everyone, if you're up in West Palm, even if you're in Fort Lauderdale and for some reason want to drive up north, check out the Northern Pack. Very involved in the community, not just trying to grow a supporters group, not just trying to be about Inner Miami, but honestly doing some good out in the community, helping others, helping the kids, helping the women. They're about it. They're the real deal. Check them out. Show some love. The Northern Pack. Thanks, guys. Thank you guys for having us. Thanks, fellas. Have a great night. Thanks for swinging by. Um, guys. Have a good one. You as well. And I don't know about you, Jay, but that was one hell of a conversation with Jose and Melvin. Yeah. No, thank you guys for coming on. That was great. Really love what you guys are doing, and and especially with the community. I mean, uh, great, great, you know, supporters group all around honestly yeah really thrilled that the palm beach area has a supporters group out there especially those guys running it um yeah awesome awesome um if you're up north check them out yeah please do i mean you know i don't think you have anything to lose and especially if you're going to hang around the guys like that they're that cool oh yeah yeah so and i mean i really also appreciate them sticking with us through a little technical difficulties as uh you know we're working on that uh, coast-to-coast connection <laughs> yeah so we're back in the same you know in the studio now but yeah you know we Looking recorded that interview yeah yeah we were uh we were in different all three of us in different locations so there were some issues there we apologize for that thanks for bearing with that though but uh you know due to that that same delay in the travel to get this episode i've kind of fallen a little bit behind on our mls uh, oh, yeah? coverage and updates so uh i'm gonna just kind of run through this real quick just to bring everyone up to speed i'm assuming most people that listen to this podcast are probably familiar with this, but we'll just go real quick. So we kind of broken down uh, what the bracket looked like. So just updating everyone. You know, Atlanta beat New England Red is 1-0. Uh, nothing, nothing crazy, nothing, nothing sensational. 
Uh, but Seattle, after leading 2-1 to one in the first, uh, were able to pull out the win against Dallas after mm-hmm. Dallas actually tied that mm-hmm. game up 3-3. Uh, and they were able to do it with the 80th minute goal. Um, that was probably and, my favorite game of this yeah, round, yeah. to be well, honest. Uh, the, it was the, probably my favorite. I don't know why I just enjoyed it, but I did. It, it was good. I mean, my, my favorite was was Toronto, and we'll get into that. But, uh, you know, shout-out right Jordan Morris. Got a hat-trick as well on that uh, in the second period of extra time. Uh, my favorite one to watch, though, was was Toronto-DC United because, yeah, that was a hell of a game too. you know, DC tied it up late to uh, mm-hmm. to force extra time. And in that first 15 minutes of the first half of extra time, I, I don't know what happened. It was a complete DC United meltdown because Toronto just dropped four goals. I mean, it was like, it was insane. I was just watching that just kind of like in shock and they just keep cu- kept coming and they were great goals as well. I mean, it was it utter just just meltdown. Yeah. I don't know where that came from too, but hell, it's the way it unfolded. Yep, yep. Uh Real Salt Lake knocked off uh Portland Timbers 2-1 after Nick Ramondo's numerous spectacular saves uh, for Real Salt Lake. He's he's mm-hmm. a keeper. I mean, that guy was playing like a G. Maybe we get their backup. Maybe. Maybe we can get him. We'll see who protects him. Um I believe he actually uh Retired. I believe that that was his last game though. This was the last run rather. Uh, well, sayonara. Yep. Now, Zlatan did not have a have a good game at all uh, when they played against uh, LA Galaxy. Played against Minnesota. Not a good game by any means, but his teammates helped him out. They got a two one win over Minnesota, right. which actually set up El Trafico against LF, LAFC in the semifinals, which mm-hmm. was a hell of a game. But we'll get mm-hmm. to that as we uh, you know go on. But um, you know, so everything kind of got set up like that. Uh, the 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 next game, the um, semifinals for the conferences. Uh, Neron, uh, sorry, <laughs> Neron, Neron, Neron. NYCFC versus Toronto. Uh, <laughs> ended up two one. Uh, Toronto winning that, taking down the number one seed in the East. Uh, then Real Salt Lake versus Seattle Sounders, which the Sounders came out on top, two zero victory. Atlanta beat Philadelphia two zero, and then in that El Tropico we just mentioned, which I mean honestly, dude is such. An awesome rivalry to watch. Just the energy level of both those fans is, is yeah. and they got badass players. Unbelievable. I mean, that, that's probably the biggest rivalry in California right now. I, I would, I, I would say I, more than the Lakers Clippers. A little surprising, yeah. but yeah. I mean, at this time of year, I would agree. Uh, I mean, you got two badass clubs going at each other. I mean, always, always serves up for a good dish. Yeah, yeah, and LAFC won that five three. Is LAFC the team of destiny? That's what I think. That's, that's my what you think. Them. We'll see. <sighs> We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I think. I think regardless of the way that we look at this, I'm. I'm thrilled that all four of these teams got into the semifinals and are going to go at each other. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, we're 180. Well, no. Away. So yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, like it's been really exciting so far. It's been. You know, and the conference thrilled. finals are coming up. Um. I mean, LAFC just playing. Been playing so well, and they kind of had a, a few minutes where you know Galaxy seemed to fall apart. And they would to get a couple goals, but I don't. <laughs> Something's telling me, man. Something's telling me that this Seattle Sounders team is going to come out and really give LAFC everything that they can handle. I don't know why. I think I think it's because I think Seattle's been there, done that. They have some veterans on the team. They've been in this situation here recently, and I really put trust in that. Obviously, LAFC yeah, is LAFC is just opinion, on like a, a history the making team season. Destiny, but we'll see it's, what happens. It's, I it's, guess you know it's hey. ridiculous. I mean, five three, and 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 that's Lawton's. Um, quote unquote last game. Everyone says in the MLS, but but watch out! I did hear a little bit. Little birdie came to my shoulder and told what, me a little rumor. What kind of bird? That Inter Miami might have a pretty good shot at getting Zlatan Ibrahimovic. I'm not 
100% sure, but for someone like that, just to kind of uh, individual he is outside of his uh, his skill set, he would flourish in in the Miami environment for sure. Um, <laughs> I think that that'd be a, a pretty good pretty good chance, you know. But after that beatdown Seattle lays on him, yeah, maybe. I'm just saying you well, heard no, it here. No, 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 no. We're talking about we're talking about sliding from from LA Galaxy. Oh, sorry, I still wasn't get off the whole Seattle thing. No, no, I was no, pretty no. fired up on that. Uh, uh, definitely throwing yeah. some money to the tune of that music. But uh, so now we got the the conference finals, right? So this is gonna be where it gets really fun. Um, we got tonight your uh, your I guess now beloved Sounders playing LAFC, which yeah, you know LAFC's got them. I'm not I'm not even crushing right. well, That's my you know, pick. The, the podcast was recorded on Tuesday afternoon. We plan to drop this to you guys on Wednesday. That being said, we'll know our winner because the game's tonight. We will, we will. And uh, then, so that game is going to be uh, tonight at 10 p.m. It'll be on ESPN. Uh, by the time you listen to this podcast, you will probably already know the results of that game. And then tomorrow night, we'll, we, this podcast will be out, so hopefully you will hear this, but you got Atlanta versus Toronto. Uh, Great matchup, at too. 8 p.m. tomorrow, Wednesday. And Toronto's going to win. You're taking Toronto? Toronto's Are you taking Toronto to Toronto's spite me right now? Dude, I'm going against Toronto your... is playing every game they're playing better and, and higher ah, than the competition. All right. All right. Well, I'm going I, with them. I guess we'll find out here within, what, about a little over 24 hours? Know. Maybe something like 30 hours? Ah, dude, like, I'm, the, I, I think Toronto is probably the, the, the games I was able to watch most has been Toronto's run in this, in this uh, postseason and... I mean, they got some. They got some decent players. De Leon's had a really good showing. Some great goals uh, in the first game as well. So, yeah. yeah, I'm making that call now. And that game is at eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time, FS1. And tune in. I know we are. I'm calling um, it LAFC and Toronto in the finals. All right. Well, I'm LAFC calling it completely winning. opposite. Seattle versus Atlanta. Well, that's fine. I'm not too worried about that. I've got a good right, well, feeling. At least it's recorded. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get, we'll, it's here. It's, uh, it's, it's uh, chiseled in stone now. It's forever. Yeah, and I mean, after that, we have a pretty big break until the next match is played, which is actually on November, that's November 10th, which is a Sunday. Uh, that would be the championship when Seattle faces off against Atlanta. Um, please tune in. Yeah, uh, Sure. And then that's also where it's going to get very, very fun. In particular for Miami, but for MLS as a whole. Because next year, we're there. Next year, we're there, baby. All the way in the first year. Let's do it. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, we're coming here to the end of October. I don't even know. What is the date today? Today's the 29th. This 29th. is actually two days before Halloween. What are you going to be for Halloween? So, uh, I don't know. Quinn's a dinosaur. I think I'm just going to... What does that make you? Well, so like I ordered that pirate wig for that bowling event, the company bowling event, and it didn't come in time. So I just like went everything without it. So now that it's here, I might just wear that same costume because I mean, it's easy. Costume was great. You were a great Johnny Depp. Really, really, you know, you know I'm not, took his uh, character I, yeah, to after, after last year's Halloween, I just don't really care to dress up that much anymore. Yeah, I mean, if I can paint a picture, just imagine Jay in a big, giant pos- uh, costume carrying around a bottle of Sailor Jerry's, mm-hmm. and half of it was empty, half of it was full, and it was I think cracking. I know it was where seven five, yeah. the half-empty part went. went into my Wouldn't belly. it be hard to find? Went into my belly. 
Not hard to find at all. So, Jesus, two more days in the month. Two more. Was told we were going to have a coach by now, but we still don't have a damn coach. Well, we got 48 hours. We got 48 hours to make some moves. And we got some legit betting odds now. Betting odds? You say betting? Betting. Betting. We do not condone betting. Listen, if you're going to do it, do it. But if you're not going <laughs> to do it, don't do it. It's the best advice I can give you. I know it's deep. And if you if you do decide to do it, don't say that we told you to do it. Don't don't do that. No, don't do that. Just did it on your own. But if you want gambling advice, drop us you know a DM. Yeah, because that's worked out so well for us. Ah, you know, it, ah, there's always next week. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so we have bookies who have made some odds. Uh, I think the one everyone is is you know kind of thinking the the most likely is uh, Santiago Solari. So he's at one to three odds. Uh, other names, though, uh, you know, Patrick Vieira, Roy Keane, uh, Zidane and Zidane, which I would absolutely effing love if we get that. But I've also heard the likes of potentially Arsene Wenger. Um, you know, there's some other coaches out there. You know, I think these are probably some of the more realistic ones. Um, you know, what do you think about these, though? Uh, I think you got a good batch of uh, coaches here. Um, obviously, Solari is where everybody's hoping. Uh, I think the the kind of, you know the 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 dominoes fall for us. But and there's a Dan. That'd be great. Yeah, I mean, Zidane would be great. And I mean, right now we're sitting at three to what is it, thirty three to one odds. Which again, we don't come, we don't condone gambling. But if you do gamble, I think you should know what you're doing. So his odds taking that bet right now is thirty three to one, which basically means if you bet one dollar, you are in position to win thirty three dollars. Boom! Quick math. Boom! What if we all put together like a donation bucket and? like donated to Inner Miami podcast and we put a bet out there and we split the winnings. Ooh, that'd be pretty solid. But I think people would have different would have different choices, so that'd be tough. But that would be good. Like a pool. Maybe we do like all four of them. Like if you donate, we would have to agree who we would we would be wanting to go for. And if the audience is in agreement agreeance, then they could, I guess, patron us, you know, would we be a couple the bank, bucks though? and then so technically if these four guys aren't picked who where does the money go yeah i mean so uh, like obviously we'd have to work that out i don't know if they even <laughs> would trust us to send you know, you know don't do that don't do that yeah where's this silly talk here you, you, you could just fast forward for this moment but uh no that was the breakdown of where we were on the coaches like jay said you know we said that we, we wanted to go have... through these odds though oh you want to go through all of them yeah so sorry one to three so uh, that's obviously the favorite if you are going to bet and I was to give you advice, which I would never do on, on something that is addictive. Very but I'd say that's probably addictive. the safest. Uh, Patrick Vieira, uh, old Manchester United uh, uh, defender, Bulldog, 8-1. to one, Would not mind having him or Gennaro Gattuso, but they didn't give odds for Gattuso. Uh, Roy Keane, uh, who's coached several places and even the, the Irish national team, 16-1 uh, to one odds. And then, again, Zidane and Zidane. Uh, 33-1. Those are... I mean, that's a Hail Mary, but f- yeah. fuck, man. And for you math Be my Aaron Rodgers. That means that uh, Solari is sitting at 1-3, to three, which means you have to bet $3 to win $1. Yeah, yeah. Don't so, want to confuse anyone out there. No, I mean... It's a tricky world. <laughs> be safe. Be safe. Just be smart, actually. I mean, be smart, yeah. Save don't your money. Drive. Save your money. You know, if you're going to gamble, you know, set a limit... 
Don't murder anybody. Well, don't do that. But that should be like an obvious one. But like, you know, if you're coming be here nice. for life advice, nice. if you're coming here for life advice, I mean, you probably, that was probably another wrong decision you made. <laughs> well, of, I don't know. Of the that, many. That actually might have been one of the best decisions made. Yep, yep. So we'll see what happens. You know, we are still without a coach, desperately wanting one. It would help out with recruiting for sure. It would give us, um, you know, some more, I guess we'd feel a little bit more comfortable about it. But news is going to happen. Once the MLS Cup wraps up, up, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be coming at you faster than you can handle it. I'm sure. So we'll see what happens in the uh, the future. Tune in, see when's MLS Cup, and then we're gonna get it cracking. Next episode, we're gonna go over what that whole structure is gonna look like moving forward, the dates, the timing, what teams will be able to do. Um, again, you know, Inter Miami first pick in the the expansion draft, first pick in the Super Draft. I'm pumped for it. And do not forget. Follow us on IG at Inner Miami Podcast. IG is Instagram for the older folks. Oh, there's another folks. <laughs> Same thing, Facebook, Inner Miami Podcast. Or email us <sighs> like a normal person at Inner Miami or Alex no. and Jay at Inner Miami Podcast.com. No, it's Jay and Alex at Inner Miami Podcast.com. Don't make me go back to the old email. Uh, people, oh, uh, next week, check in with us. We are on the last of our supporters groups. However, if there was ever a new supporters group to pop up, we'd love to have them. But that For being sure. said, we got next week, we have Vice City uh, looking to do a live interview um, down at HQ of Vice City. So pretty pumped about that. And I think by then we'll actually have the final set. So we can talk a little bit of soccer and... Chop it up with them boys down there. Yep, we are looking forward to it. Just round out this uh, four-part series. Uh, yeah, we appreciate you guys listening. And again, that's Jay and Alex at InterMindMePodcast.com. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. That was good, Jay.